Hello, all you young self-starters out there. Welcome to Confessions of a Young Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jordan. Today, I have Josh Thomas on the show here to tell us about his business, Legit Designs. Thanks for being here, Josh. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Oh, totally. So what is Legit Designs? Tell us about what you do. Legit Designs is a design firm that I started a little over a year and a half ago. I focus on doing branding, layout design, a little bit of animation and illustration. Very cool. Where did that come from? What led to you starting that business and going in that direction? Oh man, I, you know, like most artists, I've been drawing and stuff like that since I was a kid. But after, when I was going into college, I had always thought I was going to get into like marketing. So my dad has been in marketing since before I can remember. Um, and so I always thought, oh, I'm just going to you know, go into business, get a business degree, all those kinds of things. But like around the time that I started actually going into college, I heard about visual communications design, which is essentially a degree focusing on graphic design and visual communication. And kind of it felt like it was the marrying of my two favorite things. And so at that point, I was like, you know what, that's the route I'm going. I'm going to do that. And then as I started kind of going through the program and those kinds of things, I began thinking about like, is this something that I want to work at a firm for? Or do I want to kind of be in control of, you know, the kind of clients I take on, the kind of work I take on and all those kinds of things. And so I just kind of decided along the way that I was like, I want to be, I want to be in business for myself. I'm normally a pretty big self-starter. So it was just, it all kind of fell into place. And yeah, that, that's, that's kind of how it all happened. It's, it's been interesting. It was definitely something that I ruminated on for a long time, but pulled the trigger on, you know, a little over a year and a half ago and registered everything and all that kind of stuff. But it's been, it's been a fun journey so far. That is super cool. You know, some people are like, I'm an entrepreneur for the whole life. Some people are like, oh, well, it just kind of worked out. And it's really fun to hear the different journeys. So thank you. What has been your, your favorite part about being an entrepreneur and having your own business? Definitely the control that it gives me over the kind of work that I'm able to take on. You know, I find that sometimes when you're working with like a firm and those kinds of things, you can get kind of stuck in doing either the same thing over and over and over again, or you don't really get a lot of play into the kinds of clients that you're taking on because you're so focused on like, I need this client for the money. And so for me, I think the biggest blessing that kind of being in business for myself has been it's been able like allow it's allowed me to kind of take who I am and be able to apply that to you know all levels of my business I get to have real relationships with clients and talk to people and meet new people and and take on clients that I'm really excited on you know even if it isn't for an exorbitant amount of money you know I, I'm able to kind of take those projects that I'm super super excited about that I frankly wouldn't be able to if I was working for firm or something like that. So I think that's been kind of the biggest blessing of being an entrepreneur. It's just the kind of control that I get to have on my own little sphere of design and uh, creativity. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I was checking out your website and it's all like so much fun, but yeah, I see you have a style, but at the same time, it's all different. So having that flexibility and then, yeah, mm -hmm. just how important it is to be excited about what you're doing. I love that. So cool. So a year in, what'd you say, a year and a half ago was when you started this ish? Yep. About then is when I, you know, first got it registered. So, I mean, right. I've been doing freelance work for longer than that, but a year and a half ago was when I like actually, you know, registered the, registered the business and the trade name and all those kinds of things. So nice. did all, gotcha. the, all the legal stuff that designers typically don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So if you had the opportunity to go back to a year and a half ago and start your business again, what would you do differently? 
I think uh, some of this is specific to owning a business and some of this is specific to like owning a design business. So as it pertains to like owning a, just a business, I would have loved to had a little more of a structured business plan from the beginning. I've just now started to try to like formulate an actual business plan and growth plan and all those kinds of things. And some of that has kind of come with more education. I'm in my MBA right now. So learning more about, you know, what it takes to run a successful business. And so some of that is kind of like, well, you, you don't know what you don't know. But if I had had the opportunity to go back and restart, I probably would have had a more formal business plan to kind of keep myself on track. And that also lends itself to kind of the design area of this, where it's learning when to say no and how to say no, and not just taking either all of the clients that you could get or being more selective about actually vetting the clients. Cause I think that's a big piece. And I think that's regardless of, you know, the type of business that you're running is being able to vet the right clients. Cause if you're working with 10 clients that aren't really great clients for you to be working with, you're wasting your time as opposed to working with three really, really solid clients. Cause you're able to learn, you have to improve, you're making money, you know, all those kinds of things that fall into place. So I think there are just, those are kind of the two aspects that I feel like I would have loved to, be a little more regimented on early on. I think when you start getting going, especially with something like design that is a little more free flowing as it pertains to like client interaction and stuff like that. It's not like I've got a product that I'm constantly trying to like sell to people. It's a service. I think that a lot of people kind of get stuck in this hustle mode where it's like, I'll take everything, take anything and everything, take anything and everything all the time. And just kind of being more disciplined and not doing that. I'm getting better at it now, but I, I would have loved to have done a little better of a job at it early on. That's a really good tip for a lot of people that are just starting out because yeah, there is that like, okay, we're going to make this work, whatever yeah. you want from me, I'm doing it. But choosing the things that really that you are passionate about, I think that's super important. So, and I think the, and I think the other piece to that is like for a lot of entrepreneurs and especially a lot of designers and artists, trusting yourself and trusting the fact that just because you're going to be taking on more selective clients, less clients, but more selective clients, oftentimes you're going to be a lot happier, you're going to be doing better work. I think a lot of people are scared that if they don't take anything and everything, they won't have any work. Oftentimes it's the, it's honestly the opposite. Because if you think about it, if you're taking, you know, purposeful clients, you're going to end up doing better work in the long run if you're taking clients that you've vetted and that you want to work with and all those things. And if you're just taking everything. Um, and I've read plenty of books on just that. But I think that, I think that's like such a big piece. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, it's great. I love hearing about it. So what key activities would you recommend other young entrepreneurs invest their time in? Key activities. I'm really big on reading. So like books are massive for me. My fiance and I joke all the time. I just got two new bookcases and to very much to my happiness, they're only like halfway full, each of them. So I've got plenty of room to have more books, but I think more importantly, I think something a little more tangible and actionable for that would just be continuing to learn and grow, whether that's actual formal education or something more in the lines of workshops or even discussions, being a part of different meetup groups, all those kinds of things. Uh, just continuing to try to improve your craft, whatever that may be, and activities that can kind of go towards that. But I think the other piece is also learning when to kind of step back. I feel like another thing about entrepreneurs is that when you kind of have this idea and you're passionate about it, you're constantly just hitting the hitting the ground all the time just never stopping you know take vacation take time don't just do it 24 7 you'll be happier and your work will be better in the long haul 
but yeah, I would say, I would say those are the, those are the two things, the two activities I would say, continue to grow, do activities that continue to help you improve your craft. And then second, take the time. Be, you know, don't just be the entrepreneur. Take the time to just be whoever you are, regardless of, of what work you do. And I know that's difficult when you really love something because like, you know, the old saying, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. It's still work. So <laughs> take the time to not do work. Nice. I like that. I, I feel like from a design perspective, that'd be really valuable too, to just take a breather and get a fresh new take on something. And it's funny, real life gives you so much reference, just like living life gives you so much reference for something creative. Um, oftentimes it is, designers joke about it regularly, but it's like, I'm always on the clock, you know, because of all of the, the things that I'm seeing, the aesthetics that I'm seeing just regular as I'm walking through my day-to-day -day life. Like it just, it all influences the, the work that I do. So there is that aspect, but it's, it's less formal, like working in some other, you know, in some other business industries and stuff like that. Obviously it's a little easier to take a step back and not think about it at all. So I know I, this wasn't one of my questions, but now I'm curious, do you have any favorite business books that you've read that you return to? Yes. I've got three that are kind of like my favorite. So this one is awesome. So this is Brutally Honest by Emily Ruth Cohen. That was actually recommended to me by John Cotino, who is a New York-based designer. So he recommended this one, and this one is incredible, especially so it's definitely tailored towards creative businesses. Obviously, there's lessons that you can learn for any business, but if you're like into a creative business, this is like holy grail of insight. And I think the bigger piece is it's more about actual business side improving the business, you know, running your business, your creative business, and not just the like, oh, here's how to be a better graphic designer, or here's how to be a better artist. It's very focused on kind of those tangible things that help you, you know, increase your profit margins and those kinds of things. This one is Brand by Hand, yeah. Brand so Brand by, by Hand by John Campino. It's kind of an autobiography, kind of a, you know, design handbook. Okay. It's awesome. It's a, it's a good read. I mean, regardless of what you're going into it for, it's a good read. Also, his work is stellar. So just kind of getting, being able to see some of the sweet stuff he does. It's a lot of fun. And then the last one that I love, this one's called ID. So this is a bunch of case studies. And I guess the full name is Identity Design, the Definitive Guide to Visual Branding. So this one is multiple case studies from just big firms around the world and they just kind of go through their process, how they do branding designs, how they go about it, philosophy behind it, stuff like that. This one's awesome as well. I've read this a couple times over just because it's, it's so cool to kind of see what the similarities are between different firms around the world, as well as some of the things that different firms do specifically that you're like, oh, that's a really cool idea, or that would be valuable for me in the long term. But yeah, so those are, those are probably like my three favorite design slash business but I have so many more <laughs> recommendations that anybody who wants to reach out and talk books I could talk hours about all of the books so nice I'll have to find those three and like put a link to them in the description when I do this one they're great I, I love them if someone wants to find out more about legit designs and what you're doing where's the best place for them to go I have a website, legit.design, and legit is spelled L-E-J-I-T. It's my initials, Joshua Isaiah Thomas. It's not spelled like the normal legit. I also have an Instagram if you want to follow me. It's just legit designs. It's normally the first thing that comes up because of the way I spell it. So yeah, those are, those are probably the two best ways to keep up with me or learn more about what I do. Or 
you can honestly give me a call, email me. I know you can find all that information on my website, but I'm a pretty open guy. So if you ever have questions or want to talk, feel nice. free. It's <laughs> a good resource. That's awesome. Last question here. What is your number one tip for young entrepreneurs or young people who want to become entrepreneurs either way? Don't be afraid of failing. That would be my number one tip. Embrace failing and learn from that continue to grow through the failure. I think that a lot of people get paralyzed by the idea either that they're going to fail or they fail once and they're like, oh, you know, I'm discouraged. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do this. Failure is going to happen. No matter the business that you're running, there are going to be good days and there are going to be bad days. There are going to be good weeks. There are going to be bad months. You know what I'm saying? It's a, sometimes it's an up and down. Perseverance is probably the biggest thing. I would say. So if we're summing it up to one word, persevere. <laughs> it is like life. It's going to continue to throw things at you that you're going to have to deal with, you know, stay on your feet, try to maintain the happiness. That's why it's better if you can step back every once in a while and recharge and those kinds of things so that when you do have those difficult days, you know, it's not everything that you do. You get what I'm saying? You can kind of compartmentalize a little bit. So yeah, that's what I'd say. That'd be my number one tip. Josh's number one tip for aspiring business owners. Persevere. I love that. Well, this has been such a good conversation. I'm really grateful to have you on here, Josh. Yeah, I've had fun. I always love talking to people, meeting new people. It's always a blast. <laughs> oh, totally. It's one of the best things about getting to do this. I look forward to seeing more of what you're doing in the future. You keep up the good work. I appreciate it. Thanks. <laughs>